This, this, this is the Cigar Authority. Put that coffee down. Coffee's for closers only. The authority on everything cigar. Respect my authority. Who got the data? In and out of the cigar industry with your hosts, David Garofalo. I'm here from downtown. I'm here from Mitch and Murray. And I'm here on a mission of mercy. Mr. Jonathan. He's confident, smart, witty, dynamic, a monster. And Chuck Morrison. This is a hard job. So I was working at McDonald's. It's time to light him up. It's time for the Cigar Authority. It's the Catalina wine mixer. It's about to get all stupid up in here. Light him up, light him up, light him up. November 16. 2013. Welcome everybody live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Nashua, New Hampshire. And this week we are ready for the contenders of the year of 2013. Welcome everybody to a special edition of the Cigar Authority. This is the most listened to show of ours uh, all year. Uh, everyone is tuned in to see who the contenders for the Cigar of the Year will be. Lots of great cigars for 2013. Uh, frankly, the best year ever for um, cigars. They've never been better, but we had to bring the list down to seven. So we picked seven of the best. It's all that we could fit because of one of them. Yeah, that's right. That's right. (laughs) Um, So back from vacation, Mr. Jonathan. That's right. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on a well-rested Mr. Jonathan right here. there we go. I I missed last week's show, although I heard it, and uh, I'm not going to lie. It wasn't my best work. No, it was not. (laughs) (laughs) So you're listening to The Cigar Authority. We are the only syndicated radio show in the U.S. and, yes, the world that is always broadcast on location this week in tax-free Nashua, New Hampshire, a two-guy smoke shop. And we're the only radio show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist. We demand you light up along with us. You can catch us syndicated on any of the radio stations currently picking us up on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network, or you can always tune in right at thecigarauthority.com, where you can watch us live or catch the podcast on demand at any time. You simply find us on iTunes, where you can set it and forget it. And, of course, our good friends over at The Cigar Station, that's thecigarstation.com, replaying our show twice on Sundays from 11 to 1 and 11 to 1. Look at this. Us broadcasted on my phone. I'm oh, wow. watching us live from say, my phone. Is it live? If I raise my hand, is it, is it the nice. exact moment? It's not in complete it, real time. Is it a little delayed? Like I'm still reading on the oh, page. Oh, all right. So you're <laughs> so back a while. It's delayed. All right. So uh, we're going to do the cigar contenders for the Cigar of the Year. One of the seven cigars uh, we will announce today will become the Cigar of the Year. That announcement will happen the day before Super Bowl Sunday, that Saturday show, will make the announcement. We've been doing this uh, since 1992, so this is our 21st year of Cigar of the Year. And the only thing I complain about is we didn't really make a big deal about last year being the big 2-0. It was just like, eh, contenders. Because there's so many other people doing what we've been doing for 2-0 years. Not for 20 years. No, they they've been doing it for five or six years or three years or one year or whatever it is. But uh, this is, uh, we're going to light up the uh, Cigar of the Year of this year's Cigar of the Year or last year's, whatever you want to call it. Um, and this is a... Uh, I'm not going to throw a $30 cigar, Chuck. Thank no, you. I appreciate that. <laughs> this was, uh, frankly, the most expensive cigar of the year we had. It wasn't this particular size, was it? No, it was the Divino size, the uh, little short Robusto. Yeah, so it was a $20 one. Still uh, the highest priced Cigar of the Year that we've ever had, um, and I say that because other people have the Cigar of the Year, but as far as I'm concerned, this is the Cigar of the Year because it was the first. first to do it, and we continue to do it, and we've never stopped doing it, therefore everything has been 
after this has become a duplication of what we've uh, started off at anyway. So uh, this cigar is the Atabe. Uh, the Atabe Divino is the one that was the cigar of the year, uh, and we'll get into telling you all about that and, um, and why it is the cigar of the year and the criteria behind it. But uh, the first thing I'd like to do is cut uh, my Atabe cigar. Did you listen to um, the show last week? Yes, I do. So you know the proper way to cut the cigar. I certainly do. You always did anyway. So it's time to cut our cigar. The official cigar cutting is brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand that while all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. So we'll begin to cut our cigar. I don't think people appreciate the fact that you and I time our cutting every single week. Including when you're not here. Really? Someone else timed it? Chuck. Get out of here. Jumped into your spot effortlessly. <laughs> he took over. Wow. Shaved his head and everything. <laughs> <laughs> I heard he was just wearing a shower cap. You really? Skin colored shower cap. Um, what do we have here? Now, the lighter that we oh, have. Oh, yes. This is something uh, I this have never used before. Brand new. Oh, you have it right out of your pocket. I'm I gonna, have one. I'm going to take mine out of the display. The display at a, a uh, very reasonable price. Go ahead. So this is called the Illuminator, Chuck. Okay. Vertigo Illuminator. Yes. The uh, Illuminator. It's got, it's got this really badass LED light. I mean, you could cause blindness with this thing. Oh, that's what that faster, little button is. Faster than uh, touching yourself before you you know go through puberty. That's what my grandmother used to always say. I don't know why you have to go Don't there. do that well, or you'll last, go blind. Last week, besides the uh, Old Five Freddy, it was a gentleman show, and it was clean and nice. Yeah. and there was none of that. I got a lot of emails saying it was too clean. Yeah. Too clean? Just saying. My presence was missed. So this is the Illuminator because um, it has a light It's on got it. a light. And it is a uh, single jet flame. Single jet flame. It's not a huge tank on it, but very slim. Fits comfortably in. I don't know if you have a, a second pocket in your jeans, but you've got oh, like the big pocket. Oh, I know. Then you I have the Illuminator one. pocket. There we go. I went with two with no gas in it. so Unacceptable. You, well, the other one had handed it to me. <laughs> These are the ones that people try out when they... Uh, I brought the display up to you, and you would think that our employees would fill them with gas, but... They probably did, but then somebody tries it out before they buy it. It's too much to ask. This is a pinpoint, not only uh, light, but a pinpoint flame. So I'm going to uh, basically brush this on the end of the cigar. This is something you, you want to spend uh, 20, 30 seconds lighting properly, seeing uh, it is a very expensive cigar, uh, the Atabay. The, uh, this lighter, I thought it was a little gimmicky when I saw that it, there was a flashlight on it. I'm like, what, what the hell do I need a flashlight on my lighter for? I cannot tell you how many times I've used this lighter really? as a flashlight. Because it's just right there in my pocket. It's faster than pulling out the phone and finding the flashlight app. Right. And it's bright. It's very bright. Well, 1999. Not bad. All these things from Vertigo. The prices are fantastic. Fantastic. I'm going to pick one up after the show because my lighter is being problematic. Oh. Maybe you should stop putting it through the washer and dryer. Yeah, that might help. Yeah? That might help. Uh, so, okay, um, we're going to get to the contenders for the Cigar of the Year. But first, uh, seeing what's smoking the Atabay, we'll tell you a story of the Cigar of the Year that's existing right now, which is Atabay. Uh, and uh, it was up against some tough, tough uh, yeah. competition last year. But to be honest with you, I think it kind of blew past all those. It, it stood it amongst did. itself. It sold out immediately. Yeah. The Contenders Pack sold out the next week. Atabay sold out. Yeah. 
fabulous cigar, and up there with, uh, if not, the best cigar I've ever smoked in my life. I was never able to answer that question. People ask me all the time, and uh, the problem was always, uh, what was I in the mood for? Sure. You know, do I want something a little more heavier or something? And Not that this is a very full-bodied cigar, but this got plenty of body to it. It, it looks like a shade-type wrapper. There's not a lot of information about this cigar as far as the blend itself. We know it's made in Costa Rica. Um, we know Nelson Alfonso put it together. Nelson Alfonso was the creative genius of every Cuban cigar brand that has come out of Cuba since 1999. This is his own project, and this uh, story comes from the Cohiba Bihique story. It's the continuation of the Cohiba Bihique. <clears throat> For those that don't know Cohiba Bihike, that was a couple of years ago. That was Cigar Aficionado's Cigar of the Year. Yes. Very expensive cigar, $75. Not something that uh, was available uh, everywhere. Um, it was very hard uh, uh, cigar to acquire. It contain- well, if you it contain- want one, they have them. You drive six hours north of where we are now. You go to Canada, they're $95 up there. Okay. Wow. So uh, the Cohiba Bihike is a... Uh, an extension on the Cohiba line, and from what I understand, it's going to stand on its own very soon. Uh, as it first came out, the Cohiba and the Bihike was font at the same size. Um, now the uh, Cohiba name is on the side of it, very small, and uh, pretty soon Bihike will stand on its own as its own brand. But the idea of Bihike was to create something better than the Cohiba itself. This was the best of what they considered their best brand, what, which is uh, Cohiba, this was better than that. So that's the idea of the Bihike. And Bihike, the story goes that um, in the 1400s when cigars were first introduced, uh, it was the Taino Indians that introduced uh, smoking cigars as a religious ceremony. They would sit in a circle and roll, with rolled up tobacco, light it and smoke and blow the smoke out. Uh, at the tribal leader. The art of, or the, the description of them sitting around in that circle as a religious ceremony is known as Cohiba. That's where that word came from, Cohiba. Right. As they would blow that smoke to the tribal leader, that tribal leader is the Bihike. The shaman of the, of the group. Yeah. yeah, he is the Bihike of the tribe. Therefore, Cohiba Bihike. So this was the head guy in the Cohiba group, the um, chief, basically. Uh, this story continues with Atabe because it is the Bihike of the tribe, the only one that would take all the prayers that were blown at them in form of smoke over to the tribal leader of the Bihike. He, and only he, is the one that can pray to the goddess. He would offer that smoke right up as a gift. To the goddess Atabe. Yes. And that is the Atabe. Now, uh, Nelson Alfonso is the creator of Cohiba Bihike. And he is also the creator of the Atabe, which is one step up from that point. I didn't know the story when I first had the cigar. I didn't know the story actually when it became the cigar of the year. Um, when it, when it was up for contenders, as it won cigar of the year, uh, we heard the whole story, and that was that this was a continuation of that. I only uh, have tried the Cohiba Bihike a couple of times. Uh, to see what it was, um, so I couldn't compare, um, you know, how close is one to the other. I did. Yeah. Someone gave me one, and I said, this is the only opportunity I'm going to have to be able to do this. Side by and side. And I went side by side, and it really isn't a contest. It's a better product. Atabe is a far right. superior cigar to Bahike. I have done it myself uh, since, uh, and uh, I... I, I, I 
I felt the same way. I felt it was a uh, easy draw, a l- little more refined. The tobacco is cleaner and nicer. Not, not that there's anything wrong with that seventy-five dollar cigar, but uh, I think um, he has done one up from the Bihike. And that's, the, I, that's, that's it. the idea of it. I, I smoked it with the understanding that the cigars would be equal, equal as far as price point. You, without factoring in price point, just smoking it leaf for leaf, Atabe is, is far superior. When you add in the fact that the cheapest you could find a Bahike is $75, more than likely you're going to pay in excess of $100. A lot of it's, fakes out there, too. And there's a lot of fakes. But um, this is like the Mac of the cigar world right here. The Mac, Daddy? The Mac. No, the Mac, like Macintosh, the computer. Yeah. So... There's there's no fakes. There's no uh, there's no viruses here. There's such a small production, no one's going to go after it. Whereas the Bahike is global, people are going to try to fake that and trick you. Yeah, no one's going to try to fake. I don't this. think so. The band is beautiful. I mean, it would cost them a lot of money to try to recreate this. I'll tell you that. As the Bahike, I mean, there's a lot going on. The same guy actually designed both products. Yeah. Um, if you look at the uh, packaging of this, the uh, not ceramic but porcelain jar uh, that's on here, and as I tip it upside down, uh, it has the Byron symbol on it. If you were to tip the uh, Bahike, uh, you'd see the Byron symbol on that. Uh, it's being the same person. Yeah. And, and they also have the brand Byron, which is uh, Nelson Alfonso's also. So this is his trademark. And He's uh, the only person in history to ever have purchased back a trademark from Cuba. Yeah. Cuba, once, once it became a dictatorship or whatever, what's it, what's it called? Is it a dictatorship? Yeah, he's a dictator. Once it became a dictatorship, everything belongs to the state. It's communist. Yeah. So everything, including trademarks, and he was able to purchase it back, that Byron name, because it's uh, part of his heritage. Seven generations ago, his great-great-great-great-grandfather yeah. started Byron Cigars. Uh, first one to Lord actually, Byron. yeah, actually first cigar to have a lithograph cigar band on it with its name on it. And uh, here he turns out to be a graphic designer and a historian and a cigar person. And isn't that something Makes that, a promise to his grandfather that before he dies, he will recreate... The and greatness. He, and he has done it. Home uh, run. Yeah. Uh, the question was last year, was it Byron or Atabe? You know, uh, both being great, uh, and the argument began of which one was better. They're very different from each other, I'll say yeah. that. Um, I'm glad it worked out. This was my choice, and my choice is not necessarily the choice of Cigar of the Year, and we'll get into that, the criteria of Cigar of the Year. But uh, it actually worked out this year to uh, be my first choice, is the choice that went, again, usually it's very, very close. Uh, last year was not that close. Uh, it was the first time in, a, in quite a while that something uh, kind of ran away with it. Yeah. Uh, although we had great cigars. But I'll say this year we have greater cigars. Every year is getting greater and greater. Um, the cigar industry is not growing by any means at all. It's pretty stagnant right now. It's uh, leveled off over the years. It, it reached its peak in probably 96, 97. It dropped a bit. It came back up. And um, last year is, uh, in, the, in the past couple of years, have been pretty level. Um, looking at import numbers, and uh, they look actually slightly down. Uh, that is actually uh, good for cigar smokers because there is no rush. There's no hurry. 
And when the cigar boom was going on, I think cigars were at their worst at that point. Now cigars are at their best. They're the absolute peak. Yeah, you have plenty of employees. You have plenty of uh, tobacco that's been aged well. Plenty of time. Yep, no hurry to do it. So uh, things are uh, at the best they've ever been. And they've learned a lot of things over the years of doing it wrong. Uh, everybody seems to be doing it right as the buyer. Um, it's difficult, man. Yeah, because everything is good. People send samples, and it's like, wow, I mean, where do you put it? But this is phenomenal. Yeah. So what we're going to try to do today is come up with the things that came out in 2013 and try to come up with the contenders for the Cigar of the Year. So we're looking for the best that came out. And the criteria to that is that the brand would have had to come out from the point we left off last year, which is October. Uh, that's where we put a line, yeah. draw a line in the sand on forward. If something came out... In October, we would save it for next year because uh, there would be no time to get the other information, uh, which is uh, reselling a product. Anybody can sell a cigar once. Everybody wants to try a new cigar once. The question is, do they come back and rebuy it? Uh, Those are some of the criteria we look at. Does uh, a customer come in and buy a single, try it out, come back and buy a box. We have a few stores and a few friend stores that give us some information so we can look at that criteria of what happens. Um, does um, the cigar continue to be available? So yeah, No uh, limited editions. Right. If it no only, one-offs. Yeah, if it only comes out one time and they only made 2,000 boxes and you can't get it again and that... It's automatically out because it's not something that continues. While I say that, I'm going to tell you uh, we've been doing the Cigar of the Year for now 21 years. And you look at some of the old Cigars of the Year and you say, well, that cigar isn't so good. Why did you pick that? Because believe me, in the year that it won, it was so good. But the crops change, the products change. Companies buy companies. Yeah, and it has nothing to do with the company it was before. It's not made in the same place, sometimes not even the same country by the same people. It has nothing. The only thing that's associated with that brand just today the band. is just, yeah, the band hasn't changed, but everything else has been changed on it. So um, I want you to understand that as you look back and say, boy, they got it wrong then. I don't think uh, we've ever got it wrong. I mean, it was pretty, uh, a lot was put into it. <clears throat> yeah, it's not, it, and it, the, the answer, because of the criteria, because it's so tight, because it is actually wallet-driven, it can't be wrong. This is the cigar that, you know, the, the, the seven that we're going to talk about today are cigars that you, we could run reports on and say, yeah, that cigar took off right. this year. This is why it's a contender. If you're looking at it ter- in terms of boxing, you're not going to pick the guy that is the has-been. He's been in it for years. Both of his ears are all cauliflowered up. He's got a little lisp, a stutter well, when he talks. That's not the guy that's going to be the contender of the year. It's the new up-and-coming guy. Right, and that's another thing. I mean, uh, The Godfather was a great movie. It will not be the movie of the year this year. It can't be, right? Because it's not of this year. And it's not the guy with a lousy record either. You know, going back to boxing, it's not going to be the guy who has lost eight times, tied once, and has no wins. He cannot be a contender. Right. He's not even a contender to begin with. Therefore, he can't win because there is a contender's process. I don't know if that happens in any – I know magazines do it, that some bloggers out there doing cigars of the year and everybody that comes out. Uh, I don't know if anybody else puts a 
goes through this process of contenders and come out with contenders. And let me tell you, the work that went on before we picked the contenders was a whole bunch of things, too. But yeah. it's, it would take many, many shows to go through that process of coming up with everything that came out. Now, what ended up uh, surviving well, what was shipped. Look at how long it took us just to whittle the eighth cigar away. Mm. Being back there, two hours, right. uh, and we almost we had to take a break. Yeah, it was getting contentious. Yeah, everybody fighting for, and we're looking at numbers. We're looking at uh, um, what the employees have to say, what, yeah. what other people have to say from from other stores, and trying to say. Okay. And you'd think, Chuck, that you know what? It really doesn't matter what cigar ends up going in, yeah. but we end up kind of taking it personally. It becomes your baby, yeah. and you're just like headbutting and headbutting. And finally, David said, "You know what?" It's my shop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. Oh, because it was just two, it was two hours of it was uh, not the, going the anywhere. Yeah. All the kids it wasn't fighting. going anywhere. That was great. So, so we have it. So, Laying down the law. Yeah, and I, and I feel bad for poor number eight that got that got dumped out. Yeah. But uh, let me tell you, you know, there could have been a good dozen more wow. that, yeah. des- that deserve to be in this uh, almost honorable mention type things, which I'm not going to mention because they're going to feel bad. But I mean, they, it should be about twenty. That, that were that good that belong in, in, yeah. in the thing. So I apologize in advance for those that, uh, and I know some manufacturers are listening in and saying, well, if they, if they didn't end up making it, boy, everybody's yeah. stuff is great. Yeah, the, I don't what, separates, what separates number one from number 10 is fractions yeah. of, a, of a decimal point. Yeah, so everything is good. I would say nobody is, is red hot. That's the thing. Everybody's making great cigars, therefore nobody's red hot right now. Uh, and I, I just came back from the Davidoff Advisory Board, and I was with a, uh, a dozen retailers down there this week, and I was asking the question, what's red hot for you guys and stuff? And they go, you know, everybody's doing good. Uh, nothing's red hot, and, um, you know, business is good. Right. So uh, everybody's making great cigars. That is the point of it. So hey, as consumers out there, I'll tell you, you uh, you've, there's never been a better time to smoke a good premium cigar is now, and you don't actually. We're, we're smoking a thirty dollars cigar right now. You don't have to do this. You don't save it for me. I'll, I'll smoke. These. I'll be happy. To <laughs> yeah. Take it off your no. hands. But there's great cigars starting at about five dollars and going all the way up. And the cigar of the year happened to be an expensive cigar last year, but we've had great cigars over Look at the Brickhouse. Year. Right, five dollars cigar makes a cigar of the year. Beat a lot of cigars. Four times their price. Ortsack, another yep. value brand. Yep. So uh, value is a, is, uh, is a good thing. Um, we try to look at these cigars actually and say, uh, in one respect, never mind what the price is, but it is a criteria also because it it's, has to be a good value for what it was. Now, how could the $20 Atabay we chose be a good value for what it is? Because it's a good value for what it is. It certainly is. We Believe haven't had not. one person say that it isn't worth it. Yeah. I haven't heard one person it's say It's worth that. it. You could sell it for more money if, if, if you wanted to and had to. So, uh, well, whatever. Um, okay. Um, can we go to this day in American classic history, Chuck Morrison? We absolutely can. Okay. This day in American classic history brought to you by Alec Bradley's American Classic Cigars. Ladies and gentlemen, let's get ready to rumble! You've heard of Epic Rap Battles, and now it's time for the Epic Battle for This Day in American Classic History. He's looking at you, kid. Featuring Mr. Jonathan. It's in the hole! It's in the hole! Versus Chuck. Game over, man! Game over! Making mountains move, 
Morrison. Go ahead. Make my day. Brought to you by Alec Bradley. American Classic Cigars. Alec Bradley American Classic Cigars are affordably priced and inspired by cigars popular in America in the early part of the 20th century. Mild to medium body blends of specially aged Nicaraguan long filler tobaccos. Celebrate today with an Alec Bradley American Classic Cigar. Today, November 16th, you guys haven't been together in quite a while. I'm still the winner, by the way, Whatever. from the last Whatever. time. We tied, and I had one before that, so I'm All right, still... So, so get off your phone if you're trying to Google to see uh, <laughs> whose birthday is today. He's already cheating. Yeah, we did a different last week, so you never know what I'm going to throw at you. All right, don't sing it if you can't bring it. And I won. Really? That's it. But we're going to let you go first anyway, because he's a gentleman like that. because that's the rules. Okay. Burgess Meredith. Born Cleveland, Ohio, American actor in theater and film and television, who worked Rocky. as a director, The Penguin and Batman, Rocky, Cut Me Mick, uh, Henry Bemis. Burgess in, was, oh, he was the penguin in the original Batman. I was thinking, yeah, I'm thinking Danny DeVito in like, right. yeah, yeah, all right. Okay. You ever all seen right. a Twilight Zone episode uh, as Henry Bemis, uh, Time Enough at last. He, yeah. had the, he had the glasses, and he wanted to read all the books. And then at the end, they stepped on his glasses, or he broke his glasses, and he's crying. He had enough time to just read books, and his glasses broke, and he, and can't, he can't read. Yeah, it was an awesome episode. All right. Yeah, that was a Twilight Zone. So anyway, it's Burgess Meredith's birthday today, the late, great Burgess Meredith. How long uh, ago did he die? He died in 1997. All right. The year I graduated high school, which is going to make him having been born... In 1901. 1901. Oh, man. I'm thinking, uh, I'm thinking like 1911. 1901 will take it. It's 1907. Mr. Jonathan, get a point. Well played. I was going to say 1902, but I wanted to be a little more competitive. Okay, Chuck. Lisa Bonet. Yep. American actress, best known for a role as Denise Huxtable. Spin off of a different world. Um, yep. Yep. She married, Len- that. She, she married Lenny Kravitz. Ah. All right. In Las Good Vegas 20 years ago today on her birthday. She was born in 1964, Dave. 1964. I don't know, Chuck Morrison. I'm going to have to say 1965. You mother. Mr. Jonathan, 1967. <sighs> Got to know when to hold him, Chuckles. Yep. You're playing the game. All Gotta right. know when to roll him. All right, where is it? You? It's me. I'm going to throw one at you. All right. Died this day. Died this day. Clark Gable, American actor, film actor. Uh, arguably the best known for his role as uh, Brett Butler. Gone oh, with the wind. Yeah. Uh, I know you don't give a damn, but he did. He died right. today. What year? Chuck's going to try to go one higher than me, so i got to hit this on the nose. I don't give a damn. He died in 1962. No, he didn't. He died in 63. See, I told you. Both over 1960. <laughs> that was part of my strategy, All Chuck, right. to make sure you didn't get it. Okay, so I'm still uh, ahead by two. Chuck, yep. Bob Smith, also known as Dr. Bob, American physician and surgeon who co-founded Alcoholics Anonymous with Bill Wilson, commonly known as Bill W. What are you trying to say? I got Bob a was the prince of the 12th stepper. AA invented it and died today. 
after 15 years of sobriety. Maybe he would have lived longer if he kept drinking. Who knows? But he died today. What year? He died in 94. 94. I'm going with he died in 1988. Died in 1950. What? Wow. It's been going on a long time, my man. Wow. Um, Chuck, you're going to have to get two points to tie here. I'm ready. And who is it, Mr. Jonathan? Uh, it is my turn. Your turn. Happened this day. For the win. LSD, acid, psychedelic drug. Not the cigar. The psychedelic drug was first made by Swiss chemist Dr. Albert Hoffman in a laboratory in Basel, Switzerland. This day, this LSD. What year? In 1963. 62. Both way over. 1938. Mr. Jonathan takes it. It's a swish. It is over. This day in American Classic history brought to you by Alec Bradley American Classic Cigars. Celebrate today with an Alec Bradley American Classic Cigar. Okay, let's go to break. Because when we come back, we're going to begin the first three contenders for this year's Cigar of the Year. Hint, we have a Corojo, not from the Dominican Republic, Honduras, or Nicaragua. Another cigar, the first 60 ring gauge cigar as a contender. Uh, Something blended by Hanky Kellner. You think you got it? Well, you're wrong. The first three contenders are coming up next. And we're going to go through seven all together. We're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Nashua, New Hampshire. And you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Mr. Jonathan, a shadowed figure spinning tunes on records that do not exist. Mr. Jonathan. A young cigar smoker on a crusade to champion the oldies, top 40, and yes, even country, with a host of DJs that operate above the mix. Mr. Jonathan is my dance instructor. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ. Mr. Jonathan is me. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com. Your one-stop shop for everything DJ and sound production. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or diamond crown lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. You're listening to David Garofalo and Mr. Jonathan on the Cigar Authority. 
and they wanted me to tell you about the Cigar Station. It's the world's first 24-7 radio station, custom programmed for cigar smokers and lovers of the good life. Enjoy cool tunes from familiar artists. Everyone from Van Morrison, Phil Collins, and Dave Matthews to Paul Simon, Sade, and Tony Bennett. And stay informed with Cigar College, Cigar News and Reviews, and Smoke Breaks. Interviews with cigar-loving celebrities and industry personalities. Give us a listen. The Cigar Station at thecigarstation.com. When you light a Davidoff cigar, you set aglow the richest tradition of cigar making in the world. You release craftsmanship achieved by our investment in that most precious of commodities, time. The time it takes to create a Davidoff cigar as it passes through 600 hands before it arrives in yours. The time it takes to age and mature the tobacco which fills a Davidoff cigar, sometimes as much as 10 years. The time it takes to hand-pick, hand-roll, and then carefully hand-check each individual cigar before it is fit to wear the legendary Davidoff white band. In every second of enjoyment, there are decades of experience. In every way, it is time beautifully filled. Walking in, you're greeted with the aroma of friendship. You move to the humidor and reach into the hallmark molded steel box, retrieving the only cigar worthy of such elegant protection. Your cut is meticulous. The light, easy and full. Your taste buds are immediately inundated with a barrage of wood and rare spice flavors, all finished with a trademark plume of smoke. Moscow City Series from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. All right, we're back. We're back with the contenders for the Cigar of the Year. And it's never been tougher. This is a tough year. We it have is some, tough. We have some great cigars, and uh, we have a lot of criteria. Uh, some of the criteria that will not be used is it will not be cigars from three years ago. Again, how could the song of the year be uh, tie yellow ribbon around the old oak tree? <laughs> Even though it deserves to be. Because I know you're big in the trees. Great song. <laughs> Tony Orlando and Don. You DJs, man. Right off yeah. my head. Right off my head. Yeah. Not uh, something that they only made 100 boxes of, and it will never be made again. That will not be uh, one of the criteria used. And uh, not something that cannot be sold in this country legally. That will not be a criteria that will be used. It also will never be a food product that can become Cigar of the Year. Twinkies, for example. Although cigar-shaped... Could not be the cigar of the yeah, year. Yeah, this would be a tobacco, a premium cigar, and it would be the best that came out. So uh, we're smoking Atabay. This is last year's cigar of the year. This is the winner. It was a contender last year, and uh, we're going to go through seven contenders. So uh, in no particular order, we just randomly are going to go through these things. Uh, so don't look at um, the last. It's going to be the best one or anything like that. Uh, but the first contender in no particular order is a cigar using a Corojo wrapper. Uh, there hasn't been a Corojo winner since Camacho Diploma in 2002. Great cigar. Uh, this would also be the third cigar um, from Costa Rica to win, if it, if it does win, because CAO did it in 2000. CAO was Costa Rican. No yes, kidding. Yes, it was then. Ah. Not anymore. Oh, what is it now? Nicaraguan? It is 
It is Nicaraguan. Is it Nicaraguan? I believe it's Nicaraguan. It went Nicaraguan after that for a couple of different manufacturers, and then I believe it still might be Nicaraguan. I'm not sure. But that's that's exactly the point, that a cigar that in 2000, that CAO was not what CAO was. Absolutely not. It wasn't the same people that owned it. It wasn't the same country of origin. It wasn't nothing like it was before. So Just a band on a different stick. Yeah. So don't look at at a CAO today and say, in 2000, you thought that was the best there ever was. Smoke a 2000 uh, CAO from Costa Rica. Unbelievable. Unbelievable cigar. But... um, that's not what it is today. And um, Atabe, Costa Rican also. This is this year's Cigar of the Year. And um, a contender for the Cigar of the Year, the first contender that we'll announce right now, is Via Havana Corojo. Yes. So here it is here. Via Havana Corojo. I have in my hand. Those Media that are watching body. it on the uh, video stream. A little yeah. bit of spiciness maybe to, a, the, to maybe the wrapper. A, maybe a medium plus. You're just you're getting weaker and weaker yes. in your old age. It is not medium plus by any stretch of the imagination. <laughs> it is straight down the pipe, medium bodied. Say a little more than medium bodied. I think you're just a little bit less of a man. Yeah. Uh, great cigar. The whole line is great. Uh, they have a Connecticut shade. They have a Maduro that's a little too full bodied for me. They even have a. Uh, we have it in our flavored department, but it's. It's really not a flavored cigar. Right. It's just sweet tipped, little tipped. organic honey on the uh, tip. But not this one. This no. one is the Corojo. This is the uh, as far as the Via line goes. This just fits in the middle. Uh, could have been any one of the uh, choices except the sweet tip one. Uh, I don't think would would fall into that. Probably not. Uh, it's an unfinished foot, so actually the first draw you smoke of the cigar, you actually taste the Corojo wrapper on the first draw. Very, very spicy at the yeah. beginning, and then yeah. it mellows out. Stays spicy, but mellows quite a bit. Yeah, so uh, this would be um, the uh, third time a, a Costa Rican cigar would win. And um, besides last year, I mean, it was since uh, 2000, the first time a Costa Rican cigar had won. This is um, Stephen Adib out of California who uh, owns this company, and we'll have Steven on... Black uh, Saturday. Black, Black, <laughs> I like that. <laughs> the I day, like that. Yeah, the day... Which is the day after Black Friday, which is actually... Would be Gray Saturday, I think. No, it's... And White Sunday. It's Small Business Saturday, I believe it's yes, called. Yes, it is. Small Business Saturday. That's the day you go into your brick-and-mortar stores, and you go Christmas shopping there, yep. because they need your help. Um, and that goes for uh, every cigar that we're mentioning here. Um, you know, we have our own mail order company. We're not asking you to buy it on mail order. If your brick-and-mortar stores have these, please go buy them there. If they don't, sure, if you need, if you need to get something. But um, these cigars are top, top-of-the-line cigars for what they are. This is an under $10 cigar, I believe. It is just uh, that size right there is $9.99. Yeah, okay. Toro. All right, so this is a $10 cigar, well worth the price, great cigar, top, yes. top-of-the-line cigar, and the first contender for the Cigar of the Year. What do you think? Definitely deserving. Definitely deserving. Are you and a fan really, of this, Chuck? I haven't had it. Oh, it really? really could have been. It. it really could have been. I, I don't be, only because of sales, and I know I know how I order it. It really couldn't have been the Maduro either, well, because although it's a great cigar, it doesn't sell anywhere near the Corojo and the, and the Connecticut 
Uh, and that, that was the tough thing to go between the Connecticut and the Corojo. And this is going to be the key. We're going to ask you for help on deciding what the cigar of the year is. We, we ask consumers to help all the time, but it can only be a consumer that smoked every single one of them. Right. If you smoked uh, six out of seven, it's no good because you didn't try the seven, so your vote really doesn't count. So we've put a little pack together. We'll tell you how you can get it. Yeah. But again, if, if your brick-and-mortar store has all these cigars, yeah, we're get not them talk, there. We're not talking about a fortune. You're not going to be spending a yeah. million dollars to get to be able to compile your yeah. own. Well, that was my question for you guys because I am the producer of the Cigar Authority, but also a customer here at Two Guys. Again, I support brick and mortar, but I'm going to support Dave. So there is a contender pack coming out. Yes. And how, is that available yet? Or It will be available as soon as the show is off the air. It, I'm in. Yep. I'm in. Because um, all, all the stores will have it. All our stores will have it. And uh, online will have it. Everything will go up as soon as the show's over. We're trying not to, um, you know let the cat out of the bag before yeah. the show, and yeah. we're, we're scooping our own scoop. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I appreciate, though, about the, about the Contender Pack especially is, you know, one of the things that we, we condone here on this show is to broaden your horizons. In other words, don't just stick with one brand or one cigar. You're missing the whole fun oh, of this Oh, absolutely. Thing. Like, I'm a huge – I love craft beer. Like, I love IPAs and things like that. I would never limit myself to just one beer or one craft beer. I yes. want to taste You have the to parameters. have at least six for you the night. You and, 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 and by the way, if you find one that you like, you can't just – can't just smoke it or drink it once. You have to have it a couple times, sure. in my opinion. And it so. doesn't mean you can't have your favorites. You can have your favorites, totally. but you still should broaden your horizons. When something new comes out, you owe it to yourself to give it a try. Yeah. To yourself, right. Not, not to the store owner or anything At like all. that. You, no, you're missing the game if you're, not, if you're not doing it. Are you going to love every single thing in the, in, of the contenders? Maybe there's going to be – certainly going to be one you're going to like better than the other and stuff, but we're saying this is the best. Take our – Suggestion, believe me, we have the authority. It's 28 years in the business. I've smoked them all. I'm telling you, these are all great. I'm four years in the business now. <laughs> That's it. It's good. Um, okay, let's go on to the second cigar, and this would be the thickest. In the first 60 ring gauge cigar, I don't know, it may be the first 60 ring gauge cigar to even be a contender, never mind to win, if it ends up winning um, for Christian Aroa. But it is uh, not the Camacho brand. That is uh, owned by Davidoff. Well, it must Uh, be the Aroa then. It is not the Aroa brand. They're coming to take me away, haha. Yes, it is. Nice. Ah, Nice. This is the Asylum, which is a hot cigar, I got to tell you. As I was telling you, we were talking to uh, all the people down at Davidoff and asking them what's hot out there, what's going really good. And everybody was uh, quite surprised how well Asylum is going. And uh, listen, I couldn't believe it uh, with the. 80 ring gauge, a 70 ring gauge, how well those are selling. But when you take it right down to the core of it, it's this particular cigar, the 6x60, which in this line doesn't even look like it's a thick cigar. Right. It looks it like looks the regular. Like it's normal. Yeah. But it's the uh, Asylum 13 6x60, and it uh, looks like a normal cigar. It's still thick. Uh, but they, they don't look all that thick anymore. They don't. And, and, and the ring gauge is a ring gauge. It's not like it changed, but... Doesn't it not look that bad? When we first started the show, it was like, do we really have to smoke the 6x60 today? Yeah. Yes, we do. You know, when, that, when the inch came out, for example, with right. Carrillo, do we have to smoke it? Yes, we do. <laughs> and uh, now that 60 looks like it's nothing. Um, this, uh, this is a Honduran, and um, the last Honduran to win was actually Christian Aroa's um, Camacho brand, the Camacho Diploma. Um, and here he is with Tom Lazuka in the Asylum, 13 out of Honduras, and a uh, um, great Ni- cigar for the money. Nicaraguan. Asylum 13's Nicaraguan. Just so you know. It's a Nicaraguan wrapper made in Honduras. I believe that it's made in Miami, but 
Wow, are you wrong? Okay. <laughs> All right. Made in Miami. Where? It is. Where? It is. At the Winwood factory that's not even there anymore? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's not. Okay. Some, we, somebody on the chat yeah, I was going to say, should we get our fact checker, yeah, uh, Rudy, on this? Where is Asylum What's going to happen on the show is he's I'm going to He's on it. He's on I'm yeah. going to call Christian I'm on going with Honduras. Mr. Jonathan's going with Miami or Nicaragua? I'm going with it's, it's a Nicaraguan Puro, and it's made in Miami. Oh, you are wrong. Okay. Now you're second-guessing me if it's made in Nicaragua, but I say it's Honduras. But um, it's it Nic- is not made in Miami. Okay. It is not made in Miami. So while uh, our facts checker uh, up in Canada is uh, checking this out, <laughs> he's right checking now. on Miami for me, Rudy. Yeah. Now give him some time, and that, I think it's a little slow up there in Canada. So. Yes. Yeah, so, well, they still have to do the dial-up That's thing, right. you know, the, with the rotary phone. So, uh, you know, I'm not a 60 ring gauge, but this isn't about me. This is about sales. This is about repeat business. I smoked a 60 ring gauge the other day by accident because it looked like it was a normal cigar, and halfway through. My jaw was sore, and I'm like, what is going on with this? Don't even tell me Mr. Jonathan's right. Chuck's got a look on his face like, I can't believe it. He's fast. Because not Miami. Not Miami. Okay. Where's it made? We're waiting. Okay. It's, again, it's Canada here. So. Yes. <laughs> they're a little, they're, it's a little slower. He's using Morse code to send the signal <laughs> into your laptop. So you know, and, and shame on me for actually not checking this completely out myself. I assumed Christian Aroa. Camacho, not anymore, but that's where he was born and lives, Honduras. I just assumed. And I went, Tom Lazuka works in Miami. That must be where he's supervising production, right there in Miami. It's, it's too inexpensive to be a, a Miami cigar. Okay. With that amount of tobacco that's used in it. That's a good point. Okay. Uh, they're on cellophane cigars. And um, How do you get cellophane for an 80-ring gauge cigar? You make it. You make it. By, so, by the sheet. All right, so two very, very different cigars there. Yeah. Very, very different from each other either way. Uh, and the third one is going to be very, very different from uh, number three. Very, very different from uh, all those others also. Uh, this cigar is made in the Dominican Republic. So uh, I think we have here a Costa Rican, that's, and that is definitely uh, via Havana. Um, yeah. Probably a Honduran. I'm going to go with them. I'm, I'm, Correct, but okay. if it's not, but it's it, is a Nicara- it is a Nicaraguan wrapper, and the guts. No, okay. When Rudy, yeah. I'm going to get something right today. Somebody out there. I did beat <laughs> Chuck Morrison, so see you. Say you make me second guess myself is the problem. Prove me right. <laughs> prove me right. How can I prove you right if you're wrong? Okay. Uh, third cigar made in the Dominican Republic under the watchful eye of Hendrik Kellner of Davidoff. And it would be the fourth cigar of the year for Hanky Kellner. It was Ortsak in 2011, Cuvée in 2007, Cusano in 2001. And the next contender for the cigar of the year is from, not Davidoff, but made there, from Hammer and Sickle. Nice. This is the icon. Phenomenal cigar. Right. Phenomenal. And probably our biggest selling new cigar we have out there yeah, right it now. Is. It hits the sweet spot is... both by price and the fact that it's mild. It's a Connecticut shade wrapper. It looks mild. It is mild. Not that it ha- it's not tasteless at all. It's, it's very tasty. Packed with flavor. Yeah. Uh, but comparatively, dramatically milder than the, the first two that we're showing here. So three completely different cigars that yeah. we have here. 
completely different. Yeah. So there's no bias of my personal taste when it, when it comes to uh, here. My taste would lean more towards the icon anyway, mm. but I love them all. I mean, they all have a good taste to them, uh, and, and that's the beautiful part about them. I would smoke any of those at any time. I wish the uh, asylum was a little thinner, but people like the bigger ring gauge, and that's what made this one so popular, uh, that the 60 ring gauge would go there. So there was our first uh, three contenders. How you feeling about them? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. Origin, Nicaragua, according to the official website. The origin of the, of the product itself. You yeah. might want to ring the bell there because I got one right. No, you didn't. Miami. I'm not it's ringing not the bell. It's made in Miami, but it's a Nicaraguan Puro. He didn't say Nicaraguan Puro at all. <sighs> Rudy, he said the origin. type the word Puro into the chat box so we can he put didn't this say, to bed. He didn't say Puro at all. He said the origin of the cigar is Nicaraguan. I, I know it's a Nicaraguan wrapper on it. It is, and binder and filler. No. Okay. A lot of people are coming out with Nicaraguan cigars, though, even if they're not in Nicaragua. Yes. Nicaraguan tobacco is going crazy. We just had uh, somebody up here telling us exactly what's going on. Juan Martinez. Juan Martinez. We'll have him on the show in a couple of weeks. Uh, that interview we have already taped. We have. But, they, but they're gearing up for uh, a great year ahead for them. Yes, they are. A great year ahead for them. Um, all right. That uh, sound means we're running out of time for this hour. We have four more contenders for the Cigar of the Year coming up, uh, which will include a box press cigar. It is a Puro. Really? That's what he's saying. It's a Nicaraguan Puro. Thank you. Thank you. It's painful. He's confirming, though. It looks like it might be made in Honduras. Ah! You can ring the bell for yourself. You can ring the bell for yourself. That's all I said it was. I said it's a Nicaraguan wrapper and made in Honduras. That's all I said. It's not a Puro. No. We're going to have to rewind the tape on that. Uh, anyway, we come back. Uh, four more contenders, which will include a box press cigar out of Nicaragua, another cigar out of a small, the small country of Costa Rica, uh, and two Dominican cigars that I can't personally get enough of. All right. So we got that. When we come back, you are listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. When you're smoking your $30... Atabe, which is way better than the Bahike, please yeah. remember to keep the lid end out of your mouth. Hi, this is John Gazzaro from the Oliva family of cigars, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. This is David Garofalo of Two Guys Smoke Shop, and we're proud to say Two Guys is the largest family-owned cigar retailer in America. I've been there many times before, Dave, and it's true. It is stogie heaven. Two Guys has three locations, all conveniently located off Exit 1 and all right over the Taxachusetts border in New Hampshire. Take Route 93 to Salem, Route 95 to Seabrook, or Route 3 to Nashua, because for cigars, every highway leads to Two Guys Smoke Shop. Two Guys Rock. Two guys rock with a billion choices. It's no 
There's no cigar tax or sales tax in New Hampshire. And coincidentally, we have built three glorious cigar shops right over the border. Coincidentally, huh? It's no accident. And just one of the reasons Two Guys is the largest cigar retailer in America. Two Guys Rock. Two Guys Rock. Another reason could be our cigar selection. Again, the biggest and best, I'm proud to say. Make the pilgrimage to Two Guys Smoke Shop in tax-free Salem, Nashua, or Seabrook, New Hampshire. Or find them on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. It's Stogie Heaven. You like Robusto, I'll take a Toro. You like Oscuro, I'll take Maduro. You like Perfecto, I'll take Torpedo. Sit back, relax, it's Two Guys time. Okay, people, we've just been awarded the Brickhouse Ad Account. Now, this cigar was named Best Bargain Cigar of 2009 by Cigar Aficionado, got a 91 rating, plus it's the hottest cigar on the market. So, we need an award-winning slogan. He's a brick. <laughs> what about, it's not your grandfather's cigar? Ah, it's been done. Next. How about good to the last draw? Ah, something original, people. You deserve a brick today? Who are you? Do you even work here? Excuse me, sir. Am I to understand that every Brickhouse cigar is built with all the flavor and quality of the premium cigars of yesteryear? Yesteryear? Really? That's right, Bixby. But yeah, it costs around five bucks each. Indeed. Well, sir, people don't really need a slogan. They don't? No, sir. Then what do they need? Five bucks and a comfortable chair. Five bucks and a comfortable chair. Genius! <laughs> Meet the perfect cigar to share with friends. Brickhouse by J.C. Newman. Handmade in Nicaragua with a fine Havana Subido wrapper. Brickhouse starts out earthy and crisp and burns well-rounded and smooth. Nothing stands the test of a good dime like a Brickhouse. For more, visit BrickhouseCigars.com. All right, listen up. If you've been feeling stuck in life, unmotivated, procrastinating, and just flat out frustrated with the same old results and routines, consider this your wake-up call. The fact of the matter is you control your destiny, not your boss, your company, the government, or anyone else outside of yourself. With responsibility comes power. My name is Chuck Morrison, owner and founder of MakingMountainsMove.com. Since 2009, I've been helping ordinary people from around the globe achieve extraordinary results. Authors, app developers, business owners, speakers, trainers, coaches, all just ordinary people until they plugged into the Triple M movement. Now it's your turn. This is about unleashing your legacy. If you've ever had that calling, that burning desire to raise your game and start living life at a higher level, the wait is finally over. End the frustration. Crush the procrastination. Say goodbye to fear, doubt, and worry forever. Check out the fastest growing movement inside the personal development industry. Check out Making Mountains Move. In a world where the success of a cigar brand is recognized by its flavor, comes two that go head-to-head. One man smoking two cigars at the same time. Two rappers united in name, but separated by taste. One cigar known as the natural. 
The natural is no lightweight. It boasts full flavor and taste. The United Cigar Natural. Now comes the Maduro. Darker and even more bolder. With in-your-face flavor. United Cigar. Nothing could prepare you for what awaits you in the box. Both box-pressed. Both 65 million years in the making. Uh, that may be wrong. Well, I'm going with it anyway. Action. Adventure. And bromance. That's right. Bromance. United Cigar. Available in natural or Maduro. Available only at appointed United Cigar retailer shops nationwide. Rated D for delicious. Under 18, not admitted even with a parent. United Cigars. You don't have to choose. Smoke them both. This is John Hart from Drew Estate, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. This, this is The Cigar Authority. You're either in or you're out right now. The simple fact is, it's no laughing matter. The authority on everything cigar. It's like fishing with dynamite. In and out of the cigar industry. Are you smoking yet? This is probably the best thing that's ever happened to us. With your hosts, David Garofalo. I promise I'll do better at this job than I did on the SATs. Mr. Jonathan. I'm ready. I'm walking tall. I've been earning and burning, snapping necks, cashing checks. And Chuck Morrison. Now he's used to big group, so make them feel like there's a crowd here. It's time to light them up. It's time for the Cigar Authority. Well, if you learned anything today, it won't be the truth. I got a fever, and the only prescription is more cowbell. Welcome back, everybody, to our number two, Smoking the Cigar of the Year 2012. This is Atabay and Counting Down, the contenders for the 2013 Cigar of the Year. We're going to have some surprises for you, I think. Maybe not. And we'll see if you agree or don't agree with what we have. The votes will be counted. Welcome back, everybody. You are listening to The Cigar Authority, the only syndicated radio show in the U.S. and, yes, the world that is always broadcast on location this week in tax-free Nashua, New Hampshire, at Two Guys Smoke Shop. And we are the only radio show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist, we demand that you light up along with us. You can catch us syndicated on any one of the radio stations that currently pick us up on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network, or you can always tune in at thecigarauthority.com where you can watch this mess live or catch the podcast on demand at any time. You simply find us on iTunes where you can set it and forget it. And, of course, our good friends over at The Cigar Station, that's thecigarstation.com, replaying our show twice on Sundays from 11 to 1. And 11 to 1. Okay, we're smoking the Atabay, and it's time to put that cigar down. First, it's time Uh for me to bring you this week's flavor of the week. And I've put a lot of thought into this. This is what would happen if you had a a mashup, like we do in music, of a honey bun and orange pokey tea mushed in together. That's it? Yes. That is the flavor of the week. Brought to you by Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com, your one-stop shop for everything DJ and sound production. I think you got it. <laughs> of, course I, of course I got it. So you listened to last week's show, right? I did. Dave was actually talking about you know how, how one gets these flavors, how they're able to draw these flavors. And man, you, you got a gift, dude. You got well, a diff. I'm telling you. My you nailed brain, it. The honey bun. My brain works different than most people's brains. It can pull food flavors out of non-food items. And you know... Uh, it's a blessing and a curse, really. Women have the most uh, taste buds there are, and you are part woman. <laughs> so... Okay. Wow. There we go. You are part woman. You've got some... I have, women. I have some effeminate qualities. You I'll know. give you that. <laughs> so I hate to put this cigar down. I do hate it. He dances with men. He does. I do. And he's proud and of I, it. You know what? And quite well. 
<laughs> which means there's plenty of practice because you can only do something quite well if you practice. Well, I got a willow tree growing in my yard. Yeah, what do you want from me? That's it. Which is the most unmanly tree there is. That, that's true. Uh, all right, Atabay. Hate to put it down. So uh, we're going to light a cigar up. We've gone through three contenders of the year: the Via Havana, the Asylum 13 6x60, and the Hammer and Sickle Icon. And what I want you to do is now choose one of those three to smoke. I'm going to take the Icon. You take the Icon. All right. Well played. Uh, I, I, I have not tried the um, the Havana, the Via Havana. Via Havana. This yeah. is the Corojo, which leaves right. the 60 ring gauge to me. The size I do not care for. Well, uh, but I, you want to trade? You want to trade? No, no. I saw you looking at this. <laughs> you were hoping I wasn't going to pick it. I was hoping you weren't going to pick it. All right. I'm going to be the better No, no, man. no. I'm going to smoke the, this. Oh, no, no. Give me the asylum. Nope. I'll do it. No, I like it. It's fine. It's fine. No, you picked it. That's it. I'm going to smoke this. But then you're going to have that sullen look in your face, and I'm going to end up having to clean toilets or something later. No, you won't. <laughs> no, no. Give me the asylum. No. I'm, I'm good. Take it. Take All it. All right. I'm good. Uh, it's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting is brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. I'm going to miss my cue if I don't have my cutter. Here we go. Have your cutter. Um, Perdomo is the brand that while all the other cigar brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars. They stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. I asked that question um, to um, Chris Harper. Chris Harper. And, and uh, he got it wrong. Failed. Yeah. He got it wrong. I heard he was demoted after that. I actually said it out loud first, and then I asked the question. <laughs> but he was talking and waiting to talk like I normally do myself. Although he was, what, 9 for 10? Yes, he was. That was the he one question he got wrong. The one question he got wrong. But so, he, he spouted off something that they say in the back room. So I don't think he was wrong. He just wasn't matching up to the commercial. Well, I got this from their official site. From their official site. And we still don't have a uh, complete answer to uh, the question of where the um, asylum is made. That's true. We don't know that. I texted, uh, I texted the rep. Let's see if she's responded. Well, it's Saturday. Would she be working on a Saturday? Uh, it doesn't matter to me. We are, but everyone should be working That's why on they're Saturday. reps. So uh, using my uh, Vertigo, what's the Vertigo? Illuminator. Illuminator. Illuminator or Illuminator? Illuminator with an I. Illuminator, and it's only because it has the uh, little flashlight on it. But it for, does. for twenty bucks, you got a flashlight. I mean, think a... about it. You'd go in and you'd pick up a uh, a flashlight for what twelve bucks? Sure. So for a few more dollars, you also get a lighter Done. or and a nice lighter. You're going to get a nice lighter anyway. This one happens to have a flashlight attached to it, and believe me, you think right now you don't need a flashlight attached to your lighter. You need it. This thing is the bomb. The other day, I was I was being led into a place where I'm going to do some swing dances on Tuesday nights with guys. And uh, yeah, of course. Mm. And then uh, the kid, there was no lights on. The kid was letting me in to set the alarm off or whatever, and uh, he couldn't see the key. And I boom had my fla- flashlight attached to my lighter right there. See, that's cool. Here we go. It was good. So, uh, what do you say the asylum is? Is this the straight medium body? Because it's a little heavier than medium body. I'm saying asylum is medium plus. Okay. All right. Was it, it Corojo is. that's straight? That's you got media. that right, too. <laughs> You'll get most of your questions right if you agree with me, by the way. <laughs> uh, okay, it's time to continue the contenders for the Cigar of the Year. We're going to go through seven of them. We did our first three. Uh, Chuck is doing the Via Havana right now. This first time you're trying the Via Havana Corojo for yourself. It is, yep. Okay. What's Big, the? Uh, do you know what the vehicle is on this? It looks of like a 57 Chevy or something. Is yeah. it red? Yeah. 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 
I like it. They got some sort of. Cut I didn't know what the hell you were talking about when you said vehicle. I'm like, where is he going with this? <laughs> and Mr. Jonathan is going with the icon, and I know yeah. you, you've smoked it many times, so you're going to know exactly what you're doing here. And um, I have the Asylum 13, which uh, I have smoked a few different times. Uh, again, not something I graduate to because of the thickness of it. I, I tend to like a, a thinner cigar than that. But uh, again, as time has gone on, I've I've had less of a problem with a 60 ring gauge once they start coming out with 70s and 80 ring gauges. Um, and, I, and I'm hearing uh, stories of even bigger cigars coming out. Yeah. Please don't do it. So I'm asking the manufacturers out there. I know well, you're listening. How about this? Please the buyer's don't. not buying them. So. Yeah. That's it. We're not going yeah. any further here. We're not going any further than 80. Well, this industry has a lot of renegades. So, you know, if you tell them not to do something, they're going to do it. But you're much the same way. Yeah, so. yeah, that's true. You're actually exactly that. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to be the guy that comes out with the 100. Yeah, I doubt that. You remember that ridiculous thing I came back from when I went to a factory and I came back with these flat things. And oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They were kind of ridiculous. They didn't come out, though. No. We tested it. We tried it. It was um, stupid. The employees revolted and said they will not sell it, yeah, even yeah. though it was yours. <laughs> but I, some of the stuff we test, my God, just to see, make a little bit of it and just see what everybody thinks. And uh, you never know. They laughed at us with the pencil. They laughed at, you know, everybody was going to the big ring gauge. I brought a number two pencil down to uh, a factory, and I threw it on the, on the table, and I said, make me a cigar exactly that size. A number two pencil, we call it pencil. And... Uh, it sells huge. While I was on vacation, you guys made the uh, the big boys pack, and I saw you put a pencil yeah, in, just you to, jerk. Oh, that's yeah, cool. Yeah, just to put it. So it's all 60 ring gauge cigars, there's six of them, and then right smack dab in the middle is the pencil. Yeah, The just, exact opposite. Just to show it, you know, whatever. See, that's cool. Yeah. That's it is what, pretty cool. That's what I'm trying to do. <laughs> and you know what? I find myself in the wintertime smoking the pencils, even indoors. You know, I, th- I think to myself, you know, I only got 20 minutes. The store's going to close. I really want a cigar. And I'll go and grab it. And the pencil's phenomenal. Yeah. It's phenomenal. Yeah, handmade, handmade cigar. Uh, okay, fourth cigar is from Nicaragua. It is box-pressed. Uh, it will be the third box-pressed cigar to win if it does win. So there has been two others that have won Cigar of the Year. It well, will be the second to come out of the J.C. Newman Company. They were the maker of Brickhouse that won in, two th- in 2009. Um, and it will be the third to come out of Nicaragua um, in the 21 years that have passed. It's a great value cigar. It is. And uh, it sells very well. And it is Perla Del Mar. Perla oh, Del Mar. Yeah. So um, Very, very interesting cigar. It is, in my opinion, the cousin to Brickhouse. It is the blonde cousin to Brickhouse. Blonde cousin. It has some of the flavor characteristics in Brickhouse, although slightly milder. And I'm surprised with the box press, it draws like a straw. Yes. And that is the issue with, often with box presses is you constrict those airways and the cigars just don't draw. In the case of Perla Del Mar, I have to hand it to the J.C. Newman family. They nailed it. Good-looking cigar. And um, you see a lot of people smoking them. Value, uh, this is where uh, Brickhouse lives. You know, it's that kind of price of it. You're looking at a $5, $5 cigar. $5 yeah. cigar. And they have some pretty cool sizes, some little mini short ones, three and a half inches long. Perfect for the winter time. Oh, I was just thinking that. Yeah. Perfect. Yep. So, uh, yeah, good cigar. They're doing a great job down there. Um, you know, they have uh, some um, 
what is there, Maduro, um, El, uh, El, Baton. El Baton that had come out, uh, almost type of forgotten type of thing because of the, the huge um, growth of Brick House. Brick House, but also uh, unfortunately came out in 40-count boxes, which is a little too many cigars for someone to throw down on one whole box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, it's, it slows down. They brought that the down sales. to 20 now, which is perfect. And, and sales have increased as a result. All three being uh, made at the same factory, uh, yeah. at Jason Newman's factory, and they're doing a great job out there and um, continue success with things like that. So um, we'll, uh, we'll move on from there. But before we do, Chuck Morrison, if you're ready, Let's do it, and while you're enjoying life to its fullest, it's important to be a gentleman. How to be more debonair and more gentleman-like is Mr. Chuck Morrison. You need a gentleman? Gentleman. Gentleman. You need a gentleman? <laughs> you wouldn't want to call me gentleman. Ladies, fasten your seatbelts, switch on your electronic devices, and pump up the volume. You need a gentleman? And this is The Gentleman's Way, brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. Debonair Cigars provide its clients with suspension of reality. Time spent smoking a debonair can never be subtracted from one's life. Gentlemen Dave, gentlemen Mr. Jonathan, today we're going to talk about how to be a good neighbor. Five old-fashioned tips for getting to know folks next door. Simple steps to make some new friends become a greater part of your neighborhood. So number one, the number one idea here, gentlemanly if you will, is to organize a potluck or block party. Some neighbors have an annual tradition of throwing a block party. These events are a great way to introduce yourself to new neighbors as well as reconnect with neighbors that you rarely see. If your neighborhood doesn't have this type of tradition, you can be the gentleman, be the catalyst, and put forth such tradition. Number two is to coordinate a cycling group, running club, or other exercise group. Yeah, that ain't going to happen. <laughs> exercise. You lost your damn mind. <laughs> it doesn't need to be a chore, gentlemen. That was it can funny. be a social pursuit. This would be the burrito club, as David had his, or the donut shop club. Number three is to bring an unexpected gift to your neighbor. What better way to stand out from the others, be a good neighbor, be a gentleman, and offer something of reward or, or just gift? Food-related, I Food-related. Or cigars. I, I need to do this because uh, we moved in a new neighborhood. I have a neighbor. They invited us over for dinner. We went over there, and we have not reciprocated yet. Oh. So ah. It's showtime. Yep. Absolutely. Number Well, Dave, that's a great point. Number four, invite a neighbor over for drinks or for dinner. A great way is to break open a bottle of wine on a Friday evening after work. It's a nice way to keep a relationship friendly and social and engage in new friendships. Plus, you don't have to worry about them drinking and driving. They live next door. You're Absolutely. all set. Nice. Absolutely. And it, it's completely a, sauced. And- it, yep. It's advised. This is kind of important. It's advised against a dinner for the first engagement. And the reason is is because there's a lot to that, you know. Maybe they're not, let's, let's say, friends. And if now they're there for a full dinner, you know, there's, there's, there's an appetizer. Silences. Yeah, it can kind of be awkward. Drinks are kind of, you know, there's a limited time frame. Plus, if they're Irish, they make that corned beef and cabbage nonsense. You've got to eat it. It's disgusting. <laughs> Where are you going to? All Irish oh. people make it. I, I don't know what my neighbors are, but they made uh, an Italian meal because we're Italians. Wow. And they made it all fresh, and they did it for us. I See? mean, really, really good. 
Yep. All right, so you're going to yeah. have to find a good caterer that does whatever <laughs> nationality they are because no one in your family cooks. The fifth and final way is if you have kids to organize a play date. It's a great way to strike up great relationships with other parents as well as help the kids out, form new friendships for the children. So these are just some gentlemanly ways to go above and beyond, be a good neighbor, be a good citizen, be a good gentleman. Gentleman's Way is brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. Are you Debonair enough? I am not, but I'm stepping it up. When I was a kid, we had a, we, my family was complete, off-the-wall, right-wing, lunatic, uh, born-again Christian, and our neighbor was just as staunch Jehovah's Witness. Ooh. And the kid and I, in the backyard, we would pass cars underneath the fence, debating whether or not Jesus was hung on a cross or a tree. And this was just like, how old were you? Oh, I was three. Passing the Get truck underneath, and I'd say he was hung on a cross. What? You're going to hell, and he'd send it back and say he's on a tree. There's no such thing as hell, or whatever. And then back and forth, and this is these, these were my friends. It was good that you were writing at three years old, though. That's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> so, Dave, you're not going to form an exercise club? No, no. I will not be doing that. Let's see who can do a sit-up. <laughs> yeah. I did one once. <laughs> When David Groffalo does, does chin-ups, he's not pulling himself up. He's pulling the rest of the room down. That's right. That's just right. saying. Oh, my God. Uh, okay. I, <laughs> I, like, right along. I like Asylum. I like it. It's very good. Yeah. It is very good. So it has a good taste. And I, I, tend, I tend to shy away from cigars that are a little more full-bodied, but I do practice what I preach, and I do smoke everything. I kind of have to, but during the day, I'll wait until after a meal. And I'll smoke something like Asylum or actually smoke Asylum 13 after a meal because although it is on the fuller-bodied side, I can handle it after a meal. If right now, I, it's been a couple hours since breakfast. I'd be struggling, which I'm sure you are. It's I'm not. Not yet? No. It's, it's good. It's, it's not over, overpowering to me. It's not a, a sickening full body. It's got a lot of, a lot of things a lot happening. Going a lot going on. A little licorice, black licorice type mm. of... Huh? There you go. Not bad. Not bad. Black licorice. This is the uh, the seeds from a string bean, dry roasted. Of course it is. Of course it is. Right. Look at this lighter that we're using. Look look at this. Oh. oh. It's got a little cigar holder built into it. Come on. Look at yes, that. Yes, it does. If you're not smoking a box press like Perla Del Mar, you got something round, boom, it stops it from rolling off the table. Money. Son of a gun. Money. I'm just looking at it, and I go, wow, that looks like it's... Perfect David for this. Garofalo, look at you. Well, I wish I invented Captain it, Observant. but if they did. I wonder if they use it to that advantage. The vertigo. And it's on both sides. In, this is the uh, Illuminator. Illuminator. Pick them one up. It holds. With the Contenders Pack, big day. Yeah, big day for us. Hey, i got to tell you guys real quick. The, yep. uh, the uh, Via Havana here, Mr. Jonathan, you nailed it. There was a spice there at the beginning. Yes. It's went away. I actually like that spice. I wish it was more of it, but it's straight medium. Straight medium. Uh, you guys know me in profile and driving out flavors. I don't have that that, that skill set yet. It's coming, but it's good. It's definitely good. Something nice. I would buy again. Okay. We're going to go to the fifth contender for the Cigar of the Year, 2013 Cigar of the Year. The fifth contender would be the first cigar ever to go back-to-back from a manufacturer. Hmm. It is the third time for a cigar for Costa Rica, another Costa Rican, if it ends up winning, and the second time for our friend Nelson Alfonso from Selected Tobacco, and it is a brand that is going crazy for us. It's called Bandolero. Mm. Yeah. Bandolero. And this is the pack two? That is, looking at it, it's tough to tell. I think that size is pack two. Yes. Well... 
If it was pack three, I think it's 50 ring gauge. The 54 is pack two. Okay. Uh, the Bandolero is a cigar that um, tells the story of the Bandolero, which is the Bandolero is the, is the guy, the bootlegger, basically, um, who in um, the years 1717 to 1817, when every piece of tobacco out of Cuba went directly to Spain, the only place that was making Cuban cigars in those days, that 100-year span, was Spain. Right. If taxed coming into the country... <clears throat> rolled, tax going out. It was the first time Cuban cigars separated themselves by price above the other cigars, and it was all tax-related, and this is where the Bandolero steps in. So Bandolero, this, this is a, uh, uh, a man that would grab the tobacco leaves from the farmers, purchase it from them directly, and on little boats, leave Cuba, go to the Americas, where in secret rolling facilities they would sort and roll the cigars from there, windows in their uh, factories, and they would make the cigar, and they would sell it uh, in the Americas as cigars, and only the real connoisseur could tell what that cigar was. They didn't market it as a Cuban cigar, although it was a Cuban cigar. They marketed it as a cigar, and only a true connoisseur, only an aficionado, could smoke the cigar and know that they were getting a product much less cost than the product out of Spain. Yes. So this is a uh, paying homage to the Bandolero. Uh, they come in their own humidified jars, much like the Atabay, but it's a tin it's jar a tin, with, yeah. with a humidifier built into it. It tells the story on the jars. There's a long, long story to it. I could go on for two hours explaining how the story works, but a very unique cigar. They have a pack one, pack two, pack three. This is pack two that we have here. Pack three is even more full-bodied than this. And then we have pack one that is only available in Spain. Um, and with the story that's told in Spanish on the back of it, covered up in Spain because they will not allow, the government of Spain will not allow that true story to be told. Yeah, in that they're country. calling it propaganda when it's really a true story. Yeah, so uh, that is Bandolero and a uh, great cigar from Nelson Alfonso, much more moderately priced than his Atabay or Byron cigars. We're looking at a $12 cigar, I believe. Give or take, here. yes. Um, so uh, very, very good price for that, a value for a product like this. So we have a $5 cigar here. We have a $12 cigar, and everything fits in between so far. Uh, but it is a sensational cigar, uh, needless to say, Bandolero. So look for that cigar. And um, it is one of the best cigars to come out this year, undoubtedly. And it would be a back-to-back hit if Bandolero ended up winning for Nelson Alfonso. It's never happened before. Uh, another Costa Rican cigar, just like the one you're smoking. Um, actually, in the same factory, um, not the same people that make it. It's a split type of factory, yep. but it's, it's made actually in that same factory. I've never been to it to see it, but I hope to end up uh, doing that uh, this year, getting to Costa Rica to uh, see that production. Uh, I would love to see how, oh, yeah. how they make an Atabay, what's going on there. Oh. So uh, we'll see what happens. So uh, with further ado, uh, old Fat Freddy is back live in the aging room. He's here with us today. He's here to and undo what we just did with Gentleman's Right, right, right. He's going to undo what he's done. It's time to step into the aging room. Sometimes aging makes a great cigar even better, just like aging room cigars. They're made in small batches from rare and limited 100% Dominican tobaccos. 
And here in our aging room is Old Fart Freddy. Nowadays, people argue over gay marriage. In my day, everyone was either happily unmarried or unhappily married, but never happily married. Nowadays, there are TV shows like Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. In my day, if your eye was queer, you had something in it, and everyone wished they were Dean Martin, Jerry Lewis's favorite straight guy. Nowadays, if you don't have a cigarette in London, you may bum a fag. Oh. In my day, you would be considered a freeloader. Buy your own damn fag. We were non-fag bumming Dean Martin wannabes that wish they had a gay marriage. Sometimes, aging makes a great cigar even better. Just like aging room cigars. Made in small batches from rare and limited 100% Dominican tobacco. Try aging room cigars from boutique blends. Some things are better aged. Some are not. I'm trying to light my fag, but my lighter has no gas. Anyone got a match? Old Fat Freddy. He's Old here live at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Nashua. Limping around. Yeah, he just had a hip replacement or something. What did he have? <laughs> he got his, uh, his meniscus removed. His meniscus removed. Yes. He's falling apart. He's falling Old apart. Old He's getting old. Yeah. But uh, he's, he's got his opinions, that's for he sure. He certainly does. In the aging room. <laughs> aging as we speak. As we speak. Um, Okay, so uh, we're looking for contenders for the Cigar of the Year. We've gone through five of them so far, so we're going to move along. And we're looking at the sixth. And uh, where are we here? The sixth and the most expensive in the group. So we're going to go over um, the Bandolero price, which right. we were at um, about 12 bucks. 12 bucks. We're going to go over that price. Um, this is the first Nicaraguan Puro not made in Nicaragua, if that helps you at all. It will be the fourth cigar of the year by the maker, Hendrik Kellner. And He's the hot first. Right now. He is yeah. hot. And the first for the Davidoff brand. If it wins, it'll be the first Davidoff that became the cigar of the year. This is the Davidoff Nicaraguan Robusto right here. This is the one in the black tube. And uh, it is a sensational cigar that has taken the world by storm. People that um, may um, not care for Davidoff cigars, I urge you to try this Davidoff. It's very, very different. It is made in the Dominican Republic. No Dominican tobacco at all. Uh, if you're a fan of Nicaraguan cigars and you think you're going to smoke this and this is just going to be a very expensive Nicaraguan cigar, this is very, very different. I very refined. It is not, um, you know... if. You can't put this up against your favorite Nicaraguan cigar and say it's not like my favorite Nicaraguan cigar. It is different. It is a different product altogether. This is somebody, I don't know what was done with this, but this would be if Davidoff was to make a Nicaraguan cigar. Because they did. Because they did. This would be it. And uh, it is going crazy. As I said, I was uh, just down uh, with Davidoff this week and uh, at their advisory board looking actually of what they're coming out in the future. Um, they are stoked about um, the, the progress of Dav Davidoff Nicaraguan. They sold in the first three weeks the whole year's production. Wow. No kidding. What they thought was going to be the whole year's production. Wow. They, uh, in three weeks. So this was something everybody wanted to try. Uh, everybody did. They reordered. You know, we went through it, too. We oh, went, yeah. We went through order after order after order. I kept getting a hard time because I wasn't ordering enough. And it's like I'm, I'm going way <laughs> yeah. beyond, Massive. way beyond what our typical projections are for second buy, third buy, fourth buy. And it's like I, I can't control that people are freaking out and buying the thing. You know, be happy it's sold. Yeah, it's, it's ringing the register because it's expensive. What are you looking at, 20 
Uh, this this particular size is fifteen dollars. Okay. Uh, okay, so not not that expensive uh, in comparison. Then I thought it was going to be much more. The than Toro the... is seventeen. So okay, seventeen ninety nine. Uh, very very unique cigar. Very very good um, and different than everything else. And I I did make the mistake to be honest in thinking it was going to be like other Nicaraguan cigars. The first time I smoked it, I was uh, a little disappointed. And it wasn't until I thought to myself, you know what, this is a Davidoff. That's how I have to think about it. And it is everything that you expect from a Davidoff, but more of that. There's more flavor going on. It's more complex because they're using another ingredient. But they're still using a lot of the same techniques for fermenting the the tobacco. So you get the best of both worlds, in my opinion. Hank Kellner is one of the greatest blenders that it is. Um, Have you ever sat down with him? You did the tasting, the tongue tour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, With... um, his people, anyway. Yep. Um, his his version goes three hours, four hours long. It gets much, much deeper than it is. And this is how he blends his things. He wants the sensation on your palate, on your tongue, everything to be stimulated, which is what he accomplished here. And I think he's using a heavier tobacco, and you're really having it go extreme at that point. Yeah. yeah. Um, lots happening when you smoke that cigar. Uh, uh, I know... Um, you know, expensive cigars aren't for everybody, but this is something I urge you to try at least once. Uh, see what it's all about because it is special. Uh, it is not a limited release. It's going to continue. It is um, new sizes are going to come out next year. I don't know if I'm privy to say that, but I just did. Um, you're going to look for um, this to continue because it did much more than they anticipated it, it to do. It did much more than we anticipated it to do. Absolutely. Uh, once you try it, you'll see why. So it is a great cigar, and um, even um, some of the magazines that tend to never give a good rating to a Davidoff for some reason or another have completely turned uh, a 180 on this one, and it has been one of the highest. I think it just got a 93 rating, this uh, particular one, Cigar Aficionado, who's one of them that normally doesn't give um, They don't give Davidoff Davidoff any love. Because they they tend not to like mild cigars. They're five or six tasters that they have. And that's why it doesn't work also, because you can't just use five people to make a decision uh, if the cigar is good or not. Like like anything, I mean, you need lots and lots of people to come up with a, a correct answer. Right. Because everybody's tastes are different. But if you get a, of 1,000 people and you've got 950 people saying this is the bomb, then most likely it's the bomb. If you've got five people and four out of the five, well, yeah, yeah you know, it's, it, it's, you know, messed up a little bit when it comes to it anyway. Great job on Davidoff Nicaraguan. I think uh, one of the best cigars, certainly uh, deserving to be in this pack. And if it ends up winning, it will be um, um, probably... Um, no, it won't be the most expensive because Atabay is. But, yeah. But uh, first for Davidoff. So they did a, a great job on it. So uh, with that said, it's time for the social media segment brought to you by Recluse Cigars. The cigars that were built on social media, all Recluse Cigars, go through eight fermentation cycles over the course of two full years to guarantee a balanced flavor. <laughs> Okay, these are the best tweets I saw all week. Dear lady, $14 is crazy for an airport sandwich, but complaining to the counter guy is like telling a cop to pull the troops out out of Afghanistan. Struggled on that one. Yeah, you did. I may not be funny or athletic or good-looking or smart or talented, 
thought where I was going with this. Whether I'm getting off a plane, I was just on a plane, that's why I'm, I'm with this plane. Whether I'm getting off a plane, I'd like to go up to the pilot, lean in real close and whisper, I had my phone on the whole time. True story. And the best tweet I saw all week, my boss dropped a pen, bent up to pick it up. My b-ball instincts took over. I slapped his ass and said, nice hustle. Now I need a new job. Those are the best tweets I saw all week. Brought to you, social media brought to you by Recluse Cigars, Rolled and Two Bar, the old Cuban way for an effortless and perfect draw every time. You need new friends if they're all complaining <laughs> about plane trips. Although I'm, tell- I- I'm telling you guys, flying on chartered flights with the Pats, which is just a regular Delta aircraft, we have phones on throughout the entire duration. Takeoff, in-flight, landing, laptops, you name, you name the electronic device and it is on. Yeah, I'm going to expose the fraud. Well, I just flew on a uh, my first time ever on a prop plane. So I they say you're going to you know you're going to go down the stairs, yep. you're going to walk across the runway and you, the plane will be waiting there and I'm like, "What?" So I walk out and I'm looking all over the place for a jet. There's no jet. It's a lady waving me over and saying, "Oh, you're going to get on the prop plane." You want to talk about Nazis? I could have taken that thing down with my iPhone. <laughs> really? Oh, my God. I was afraid to turn my phone on. <laughs> okay, we're going to go to break. When we come back, the very last contender for the Cigar of the Year, we did. Did we save the best for last? Did we pick your favorite? Yes, here's a hint for the next one. It's Dominican, and uh, everyone's talking about it. It's the last contender for the Cigar of the Year. When we return, we're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Nashua, New Hampshire. And you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Cigar smokers, how about if we go over a few cigar store sounds? Can you guess what this is? You think you got it? Okay, do you know what this is? Now for the cigar. What do you think of this cigar? I'm lighting up a La Giana Havana cigar. The La Giana Havana natural cigars are, oh yeah, so smooth. And oh yeah, the Maduro version is a bit beefed up. But oh yeah, they're delicious too. When asked what my favorite cigar is, I always say, it's La Giana Havana. Oh, yeah. In 1962, the U.S. signed the embargo, pronouncing all Cuban products illegal and un-American. For almost 50 years, the U.S. was without a comparable substitute. In 2011, the Cigar Agency releases Fortsack Bulletproof 1962, a Dominican handmade cigar designed to go head-to-head against Castro and his infamous cigars. Today, the Cigar Agency commissioned Hendrik Keltner's A-Team to bring you Fortsack Bulletproof. In the cigar world, the forbidden fruit is Castro's Cuban cigars. The fact is, the moment you light your first Cuban cigar is the moment you've been had. If you're looking for a cigar that delivers construction, draw, and price, maybe this time you should try an Ortsac Bulletproof. With the introduction of Ortsac, everything Castro is now backwards. Ortsac is Castro spelled backwards. Ortsac is what you expect a good Cuban cigar to taste like, only better. It is the cigar of the year. The new Ortsac Bulletproof 1962. Reigniting passion in the world of premium cigars and redefining who we are as a Cigar smokers and Americans. Castro hates Fortsack, but you will love them.
Hi, this is Jonathan. Jonathan, this is Losers Anonymous. Please, don't give out your full name. It's anonymous. What seems to be the problem? I just can't stop buying trashy cigars on the Internet. I keep getting these offers for this crap, and I just can't stop buying it. My humidor is filled with this junk, and I can't even smoke it. That's insane. Why do you keep doing the same thing over and over and expect something different? It's the pictures. They look so good, but the cigars are always terrible. I guess they are seconds for a reason, huh? I guess so, Jonathan, but just stop the insanity. I can't. I just can't pass up a deal. It's no deal if the cigars are bad, is it? You're right, but... But nothing. You may not be a loser, Jonathan. You might just be stupid, but I have an option for you. It's cartel. Hey, I might be a loser. I may even be stupid, but I'm a law-abiding, cigar-smoking citizen. I'm not getting into anything that's illegal. No, cartel isn't Cuban or anything illegal in any way. Cartel is an affordable cigar brand. It's something that competes with those closeout brands, but it's no closeout. It's a very affordable brand, Jonathan, out of Colombia, and it's a great everyday cigar for very little money. Don't be stupid. Smoke cartel. Cartel cigars are handmade cigars out of Colombia for a little over a buck a stick. Don't be stupid. Don't be Jonathan. Smoke cartel. He reads the dictionary just for fun. He finds the minutiae of tax preparation enthralling. Years ago, at an open mic night, he was paid just to leave. He is the only man to win a staring contest with the Statue of Liberty. He is so uninteresting to women, he was forced to open a cigar shop to sell to men. He's not even a legend in his own mind. He finds himself boring. His family barely pays attention to him, and his mother refers to him as, Hey you, he is David Garofalo, the least interesting man in the cigar world. Not since Zeno Davidoff has a cigar retailer had a brand named after him. The man himself may be a bore, but the cigar isn't. Garofalo is a premium handmade luxury cigar using U.S. shade wrapper and a blend of Nicaraguan fillers and binder. Complex and very interesting. Garofalo may be the most interesting cigar in the world. It once won a longest ash contest without even being lit. You don't light a Garofalo, it lights you. Its flavor expands on your palate faster than the universe. It has been said that this cigar would be phenomenal as a Maduro, except it's perfect as it is. I always smoke cigars, and when I do, I prefer Garofalo. Keep smoking Garofalo, my friends. Hey, Jack, I finally found a cigar magazine that I like. Really? What's it called? The Cigar Journal. What's so great about Cigar Journal? Is it really different from the other magazines? It is. Cigar Journal is all about cigars. None of the nonsense you see in other magazines. Really? Yeah, it has stories, reviews, and the latest news about premium cigars. Is it a little newsletter? No, I think you'll be very impressed. Cigar Journal has beautiful images, a thick cover, and is strictly for the cigar enthusiast. They cover cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. That sounds interesting. Where can I buy it? Cigar Journal is available at local cigar retailers and on the web at www.cigarjournal.co. That's cigarjournal.co. I'll sign up today. Hi, this is Rocky Patel, and I'd like to invite you to try one of our decade cigars. 
This premier cigar received a 95 rating from Cigar Aficionado, one of the highest ratings ever afforded by that magazine. It's a beautiful Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper with fillers from Nicaragua and Honduras. This cigar is medium to full-bodied, rich, complex, yet elegant and well-balanced. I promise you, you're going to love the decade. Try it. We're back. Yeah, there we go. There's, uh, there's the music, so we're back. Uh, running down the contenders uh, so far for the Cigar of the Year. We've gone through six of them. Let's oh, look. really milking it, huh? <laughs> Let's take a quick look at uh, what we had. Via Havana, yeah. uh, which is the Corojo, uh, and it... Uh, that's what Chuck is actually smoking. First time ever for Chuck yep. uh, smoking. What do you think? You like I, it? I do like it. Yeah, it, it's right. got it's it's more than a medium. I think I'm going to agree. Ah, with you. yeah, Mr. Johnson, you've been wrong, wrong, wrong. As a matter of fact, uh, when it comes to Asylum 13, which is the second one, the six by sixty, it turns out that what that what it is made in Nicaragua. But they won't tell where it's made because it there's, there's non-disclosure agreements or something. Non-disclosure oh. because they may be buying that factory or something? What is I, happening? I'm uh, under contract to not say. Come on. I can neither confirm nor deny because my source may stop being my source. If All I right. Do. So we have some information on the asylum and we know something uh, that we can't tell you. I can yet. tell you this. Unlike what you two thought, it is not made in Miami. What a ridiculous, no, oh, what a ridiculous premise that, that would, is. That would be you. And, uh, but is it a Nicaraguan Puro? It is a Nicaraguan Puro, made in Nicaragua. Uh, yeah. Tom Ozuka and Christian Aroa putting their heads together and coming up with this. And um, when I saw the, the launch of it, I didn't think much of it. I didn't jump on it right, right on the go. And uh, then because of uh, customer demand, we ended up taking it on. And it has been a grand slam. The Asylum. Next is Hammer and Sickle Icon, which is what you chose. So you obviously like that. You chose it uh, for you to smoke. Uh, I see you smoking it often. This is my grandfather's cigar now. That's right. Oh, wow. Yeah, I remember you saying that in the show. Yep. Yeah. He's uh, going on to that. Next up, we had Perla Del Mar, a Nicaraguan box pressed from the J.C. Newman folks, the folks that brought the factory that brought us Brick House, is bringing us Perla Del Mar. Can they strike uh, twice? With a value, the iron like is this. certainly hot on that one, so I think they have a chance. Uh, speaking of striking twice, Bandolero from Nelson Alfonso in his selected tobacco uh, company in Costa Rica, uh, who came up with the cigar of the year this year. Atabay is added again with a lower price cigar that is uh, selling like crazy uh, called Bandolero. Folks are looking to try to find something like Atabay for a less price. They go to Bandolero. I wouldn't say it's similar at all. It's a, it's a great cigar, but very different from similar in the fact that it is a great cigar well you talk about voting with your wallet charlie from tennessee was up here a few weeks ago he said that in the chat box here that you had given him one he was so impressed he ended up buying five more and taking them back with him outstanding so it's it's a high ticket and you know what that's a stand-up thing to do he got a cigar for free because he came in and you you were his friend and you said hey here have this it was his birthday and then he stepped up and he bought five more kudos to you charlie yeah it's uh you know you look at these expensive cigars and you say, listen, I'm, I smoke cigars all the time. I can't smoke very expensive cigars. One, you can. You know, yeah. I don't say you, you buy them all the time, but I, I think uh, you're missing something if you don't uh, you know, peel a 20 off and try something like this once to say you did anyway to uh, enjoy the hour or so. Uh, 20 bucks you know, for an hour enjoyment is, uh, is a good deal, actually. 
Um, next up came Davidoff Nicaraguan. This is the first uh, Nicaraguan cigar ever from Davidoff. They've had um, a Puro before in Cuba. They've had a Puro before in Dominican Republic. And this is their first Puro Nicaraguan. Um, not made in Nicaragua, though, made in the Dominican Republic uh, and gone through the process that the Dominican cigars go through, which makes this a very different cigar. So don't look at Dominican Puros uh, and say, oh, I've had Dominican Puros for a lot less money. This is a very, very different Dominican Puro. So that will show you what the process um, they go through does to tobacco leave. So now we have uh, the last uh, one coming up. But before we do that, it's time to take a peek into the Asylum news from the Asylum brought to you by Asylum Cigars. They're coming to take me away, ha-ha. They're coming to take me away, ho-ho, hee-hee, ha-ha. To the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time. And I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats. And they're coming to take me away, It's time for news from the Insane Asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news and stories, too insane to be true, but they are. Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Truly flavorful, medium-bodied cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the absolutely insane 6x80. That's right. That's Asylum. Recently, I vacationed in the great state of Virginia where I came across some very insane laws. For example, citizens must always honk their horn while passing other cars. Makes for a very noisy commute. Children are not allowed to trick-or-treat on Halloween. <laughs> it's illegal to tickle women, and it is not only illegal to have sex with the lights on, one may not have sex in any position other than missionary. True story. And there is a state law prohibiting the corrupt practices of bribery by any person other than a candidate. That's insane. Ah, That's it's okay for them. Asylum. Brought to you by wow. Asylum they can't control cigars. that one. Take your prisoners. Truly flavorful, medium-bodied cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the insane 6x80. That's insane. That's Asylum. They're coming to take me that's, away. That's more than insane. That's ridiculous. Away, it is. It's a, it's a different breed of people down in Virginia. It's, it's where the Bible Belt starts. Only missionary. Only missionary. Honking while and, passing. And with the lights off. You cannot have sex with the lights on. It's against the law. This is... And I would like to see the body of people that put these laws together. I mean, this really happened, and, and they voted on it. Yeah. They passed it as law. Ian never changed it. Right. Never saw how ridiculous it is and just said, you know what? It's okay with the lights on once in a while. Maybe, Man- on, maybe on Saturdays. So let, let, let's imagine if you drove around, and every time you pass the car, you honk the horn, honk the car, and the police pull you over, and you say, Oh, no, it's you- the law, sir. Yeah. Just trying just to trying follow to the law. Follow the law. Why didn't you do it? You know? Right. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> How did you find this information? I am uh, I'm, I'm a talkative person. I, while I was down there, I just bumped into a few people, and I vetted every single one of those, so you can Google it if you want. All how, right. how long were you down there for? Uh, I was down there for about four days. And how many of those laws did you break? Uh, almost all of them. Okay. Yeah, almost all of them. Dancing with men, is that legal? It is, it is legal, although other activities with men, illegal. Really? Yes. Okay. Okay. 
So, uh, okay, we, we've done six. We've got the last one. I guess uh, why wait any longer? We're in, And, again, I want to premise this by saying great cigars this year. I, yeah, have, we, we I, could... I have, have four pages here of different cigars that came out and all deserving to be there, but we had to bring it down to seven. Very tough to do. Uh, we got it down at the beginning to 20 and then moved it down to there, and, and then the fight began when there was um, eight and that went on for hours. I'll tell you one that didn't make it, Chuck. That, yeah. uh, that I don't was... know if you should do that. Oh. I can say this one. It's okay. No, I don't think you should. Oh, you chicken. No, because there's a lot of people that do a lot of great ones, and I, I feel Yeah, you don't want to exclude anyone. And then I've got to add a whole bunch of people in here. I, I, look at them all. I mean, all these were deserving. Wow. I mean, we got 20 very deserving Brands and we had to bring it down to seven. So you're gonna you want to say number eight, right? Yeah, it's not the way to go. Okay, no. So chicken. Everybody so, else comes in eighth. We need to have like a disclaimer. For no, I feel bad. Because number he, eight is the first loser because everybody, you know, these are like their children, right? These cigars and everything was really, really good. I, I don't know. There's not nothing we carry. We're sorry we carried. I mean, everything is good. Yeah, there's lots of cigars we didn't carry because there was no room to do them, and they're deserving to be in there too. If I went back a bunch of years, I'll tell you there was uh, very, very hot. Everything was terrible, and we were picking the best out of terrible cigars in the mid '90s. Wow, everything was awful, and, and something would would be get would get a good rating or get good uh, uh, props and cigars of the year because it was the best of the crap that was out there. We were in a complete extreme of that. Everything is really, really good. How do you pick seven great cigars out of everything that came out that was great? So I, I want to take nothing away from these, these other ones, but a lot went into it, and we'll get into the Cigar of the Year show, which will be the day before Super Bowl Sunday, um, and we'll make that announcement uh, then of what it is, but uh, every, every one of these cigars deserve to be the Cigar of the Year. So again, it's going to be the best of the contenders of what it is. And if you don't agree with us, uh, write us. Let us know. Uh, did we miss something? Is there something uh, we should we, – we did our due diligence the best we could. We certainly did. But I'd love to hear from you. And you can go to info at the CigarAuthority.com or go on the CigarAuthority.com site and um, write to us. Dave at the Cigar Authority. You can do Mr. J at the CigarAuthority.com. you going to get a Chuck at the, at the CigarAuthority.com. Okay, we can do that. We can do that. We, can do that. we say we can do that, but we can barely get a show off without lots of problems. But we're working on it. It's uh, three and a half years. Uh, we're almost on our 200th episode, by the way. Nice. nice. Uh, there we go. Almost 200 episodes. We've got lot, lots of things coming up down the pike. I'll get to that uh, as soon as I make this announcement. This is uh, number seven uh, in no particular order. Uh, their brand was created only for limited releases in the past. And uh, that would make that criteria never to be Cigar of the Year. So right. it was never up there until they uh, have come up with this version of it. Uh, it's made in the Dominican Republic under the watchful eye of Hochi Blanco and Rafael Nadell, Hank Bischoff, and the people from Boutique Blends. Although this uses a Connecticut wrapper, it's bursting with flavor. It is the seventh contender for the Cigar of the Year, and it is Aging Room Havao. Yes. Aging Room Havao. Great cigar. Really, really good. And this has a lot of flavor. You look at the cigar and you're going to think a mild cigar. It is not a mild cigar. The cigar you're smoking, I would lean towards mild to medium body, maybe. The uh, the icon from Hammer and Sickle. That's a flavor bomb is what it is. Yeah. Icon is straight up mild. You're you're like... No, I disagree. I think overstating, overstating the strength of... 
of this cigar. I'm disagreeing with you, buddy. Flavor is there all day long, but it's certainly mild. No, medium. (laughs) (laughs) Well... I'm going to say mild to medium. I'm going to fit right in between both of okay. you. There's, there's so much flavor with it. You, you could say it's a little little step up from that anyway. But I would say if you smoked Aging Room in the other hand, you'd say, wow, this is a lot more full-bodied than what you're smoking. A lot more. I think we're going to have to agree to disagree on this one. Wow. Well, you'd be wrong again. The, the whole answer here is to agree, <laughs> agree with, with you. right? Or else the next thing you know, you're saying cigars are made in Miami that are made in Nicaragua. You know, just going That's true. completely wild over there. In fairness, when I sat down with the rep to buy Asylum, there was no discussion of where it was from. So it was left to the imagination. And they, and they did that because they're in they're in, uh, in talks negoti- for whatever they're negotiations. Doing, which I will remain silent on because I know too much. You know too much about this. Can I get anything out of you that you can share with the people? Absolutely not. No. I'm sorry. No. I'm sorry. So remember, you? I used to used to yeah. ask me questions, and I, I could do and that. I used to think you were a chicken, but there's there's stuff on the line right now. People's jobs that they shouldn't be telling me things, and they tell me, and I got to keep it a secret. The key would be for them not to tell you in the first place. But you're going to stay hold to it, so you, their secret is is good with you. I'm trying to be a gentleman here, Chuck. Well, you're doing the right thing. Thank you. Like you said, you want to protect your source. You don't want to eliminate that. Correct. Yeah. So uh, I think we did a good job. I think we have seven great contenders. Very solid. I, I would like to hear negatively from anybody that said, well, we really missed it. I'm, I'm, I'm sure we didn't miss it. It's, it's on this other list. Uh, they want the list. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I will hear from manufacturers and say, well, we didn't make the cut this year and stuff. And I, I feel terrible because um, they, they did make some great cigars. And any one of these uh, could be number eight. Could be. Uh, especially poor number eight. He could, been, eight. he could have been number seven. And, I, and we don't tell you which one was in line not to be in that. Yeah. Uh, but um, You mentioned uh, one of the Huxtables during uh, the, the, uh, This Day in American History. Yes. Yeah. So a little Bill Cosby quote for you guys. He says, I, I, don't know the, uh, I don't know the recipe for success, but I know the recipe for failure is trying to please everybody. Yeah, yeah. Well, you try. You try. You, you don't accomplish it, but you try. Yeah. And... Um, Everybody's game has stepped up, and when things like this come out and stuff, maybe everybody steps up uh, a little stronger next time to, to get in that, uh, and everybody try. And one of these cigars is going to be the Cigar of the Year, and, and there's going to be six people that are going to be unhappy that even made the contenders because yep. despite the, the old adage that... Uh, it's an honor to be nominated. nominated. It's, it's not total true. crap. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so really, they're the nominations for the Cigar of the Year, and, they, and they're all great. They're, they're all great. So uh, we've got lots coming up on the Cigar Authority uh, wrapping up this year. Next week, we will be at Two Guys Smoke Shop in... Seabrook. Seabrook. Will you not be there? I, I think what's going to end up happening is that I'm going to come and help uh, Rich set up because Chuck won't be there, and I'll make sure everything is running smooth. And then I think I'm going to bug out because you have Jeremy Soares there with you who will have no trouble helping you yeah, fill the time. Where are you going, Mr. Jonathan? I, I have a wedding, and it's for a very close friend. And unfortunately, she pulled the trigger on me doing the aisle music for her oh, okay. very last minute. So everything was all set. I would have been there in plenty of time doing the entire show. And then she called last minute and said, I was going to do a violinist, but I, I just couldn't find someone I was happy with. I did find the music for the aisle. Would you mind playing it? And this is a friend from high school. Yeah, I, yeah. I couldn't say no. Yeah. So This is another campus episode, by the way, because I'm not going to be there next week. But what I enjoyed about last year's, because uh, we're going to be... TV, right? Turkey bowling? Yes. yes. Turkey so, bowling. Right next to the set. And Mr. Jonathan, you're right in the line of fire. I was so in the line of fire, actually. Jeremy Soares, if you're glad. listening, buddy, 
I'm glad uh, I'm not going to be there for this one. Where's some shin pads? We got. We have turkey bowling. This is something we've done for many years, and turkey bowling is bowling a frozen turkey through the store, right by where we're sitting and running the show, and. Candle pins are set up. Those that are uh, not in the New England area. Real know. bowling. Yeah. They, they don't even know what a candle pin is, but it's shaped like a candle or shaped like a cigar. Yes. Yes. So we've uh, made them look like cigars, and we set up uh, maybe six pins, yep. and you bowl the frozen turkey through the store and smash it into the pins. If you knock all the pins down, you get a frozen turkey, not the one you bowled, because that at the end of, uh, the, end of the day is destroyed pretty much. But uh, we go through about 100 turkeys. And um, we have wow. Jeremy wow. Soares that's there that is giving away, actually, when you buy his uh, My Father Cigar Brands, you're getting um, the pan along with the stuffing and the cranberry sauce and the, ah. and the pie you, you, filling. You, and you the... seriously could walk out of there with your entire Thanksgiving dinner ready to go. That's pretty awesome. It is. And anybody spends a certain amount of money, whatever it is, they get the frozen turkey to bowl through it. If they do that, they get the turkey too. And And kudos to Jeremy for playing along because some manufacturers roll their eyes. You're really giving away a turkey. Like, what does it have to do with cigars? Nothing. It's just a good time. It's the week before Thanksgiving. Jeremy stepped up and he said, you know what? I'm playing along. Yeah. And here's the pan and the fixings and let's have fun with this. Uh, And so kudos to him. He's jumping on board. Thank you, Jeremy. Nice job, Jeremy. So that's next week. And um, so uh, we're going to get a good... uh, Viewership automatically because Mr. Jonathan won't be there, so uh, we got that going for us. That was actually a big show you missed. I know. Big show. I heard it. It was decent. Dave, yeah, before you decent. wrap up here, I yeah. know we're, we're against the clock. Uh, people are asking here on the chat box, and I'm sure our listeners are wanting to know, how can they get a contenders pack? Okay, so we have it up on uh, twoguyscigars.com. The number twoguyscigars.com. Is it on the front page? It's on the front page. Okay, it's on the front page. You'll see all the cigars there that should be there right now. And uh, you can buy it. I think it's forty nine ninety nine for the for the pack. I believe so. Yes, I believe that is correct. Um, again, uh, I do, if you, if it's possible and you have these cigars available at your local brick and mortar store, please go please there. Go there. If you can't get them, we're available for you, so you can try them all at once and get them there. But if you're There's able, an email to... address on the back of the box. You can send in an email with your vote once you've smoked all seven yes. cigars. Don't do not... smoke one and and say, okay, this was a great cigar. That's my pick. Smoke all seven. We'll know. Yeah, we know. And you, you cheaters. And you have up until the week before the um, Super Bowl. Super Bowl. So, you give us, so that's like yeah. the first week of February. Yeah. Yep. So you have uh, the week before that to get that uh, that in so it will be considered. That is one. Your vote doesn't mean uh, that's what it is. That is one of the criterias of what the people thought. And then it's going to be voting with your wallet, the people that actually come in and buy multiple cigars from there, and lots more. Uh, one other thing I want to mention is the day after Black Friday, um, is uh, Stephen Adib from Via Havana will be in. He certainly uh, will. He will be uh, celebrating with cognac all day, so uh, we'll look forward to that. Yeah, right? three thousand dollar bottle, man. Yeah, we're giving away Louis Trey, Louis the Thirteenth yeah. uh, bottle of cognac. Uh, so he'll be around with us for a few days for that. Um, Black Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. We'll give that away on uh, Sunday, but we'll have him on Saturday on the show. So that's it. I hope you enjoyed the contenders for the Cigar of the Year. Uh, We did our best at it. Next week, prepare for Thanksgiving with Turkey Bowling with My Father's Cigars. And um, we'll have a great time. We'll be live in the Seabrook store. So thank you for listening to the Cigar Authority this week and every week on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. And when you're smoking your contender for the Cigar of the Year, always remember... To keep the lit end out of your mouth. Bye, everybody.
Hi, this is Pat Whitley. Can I have your attention for a second? I want to tell you about a fellow named Dave and the fact that I have been buying my cigars from him since 1985 when they first opened up. Two Guys Smoke Shop. Now, Two Guys Smoke Shop have three convenient locations right over the Massachusetts border in tax-free New Hampshire. Now, here's something I bet you didn't know. Two Guys Smoke Shop is America's largest cigar shop and has the largest inventory of cigars anywhere. Wait till you see this place. You're not going to believe it, all right? Now, if you like cigars, you can't find a better place to buy them than at Two Guys Smoke Shop. They're in Salem, New Hampshire, Seabrook, New Hampshire, and their new location in tax-free Nashua, New Hampshire. It is worth the ride. You can call 888-2-CIGAR-2. That's 888-2-CIGAR-2 or on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. The best place to buy cigars anywhere is Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's Stogie Heaven. With a million choices, it's Stogie. 